sneeze. I've just never had anyone ask how I sneeze and seem eager about it. <laughs> like little stinny little who's yeah. going on my little <laughs> my <laughs> mucus particles. <laughs> With their antennas and the Christmas Welcome to, to emergency, emergency session of Moral Tea. Yes, 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 yes. Well, anyways, I do want to, reason I I felt, um, you, you, um, you plagued me. Oh, <laughs> you plagued I me. You <laughs> um, But after we did the disappointment bit that we did, um, it felt like it was really wrapped up in a nice, neat bow. Yeah. And it also felt like it only focused on work issues. And since we we did that, which was a couple of weeks ago, I realized what a denier I am to my own soul. <gasps> I have walked around with this nagging feeling. Um, and I realized I'm really disappointed about a lot of things. And you had asked me that question. You had said after we did it, she goes, she goes, she goes, um, Anna Grace says, um, maybe we should, you know, we really didn't talk about, you know, private. It was kind of ambiguous. You know, personal, vague. personal disappointments. Um, and I went, oh, well, we'll just put that in the box or something like that. And because I was feeling all super jive that I, you know, I was an overcomer. And and then I realized what a loser I am because I've been carrying that. No, 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 I'm not. Uh, but I've been carrying oh, girl, these, out, these disappointments around. Um, and it hit just the next day. I was because you the question kept waking me up. Like it woke me up. Like you know, we didn't talk about you know really deep things. And I'm going, oh my goodness, I'm hiding. I've been hiding this you know, hiding these things that are really worrisome to me. Um, and so I thought perhaps we could talk about this, the whole hiding bit that goes on, the posing bit that we don't even know. expose it to light. Uh, yes. Um, there's so much do. freedom in that, though. I know. But I realized I really need, I really need to talk to someone. Ooh. So what do you want to yeah. get off your chest? What well, has no, been, I just, been on your mind? I, I want to say I am disappointed. Um my brother-in-law has fought violently, I won't say that, violently uh, cancer. Um, and he went through that first round. And then they had X amount of months. Um, and, and, you know, it changes you because you live after you have it. You live for the test. You live for all these other things. And, and you know, it's always a, whatever the next scan. Let's see what the next scan says. So, but I, I finally said to my sister one day uh, during this, I said, Robin, now you need, you have this tough job, even though I don't know what that's, what they're going through. I just said, you just have this tough job now that you're over that and he is clear, um, is now you have to decide how you're going to live, you know, because like to live is Christ, mm -hmm. right? Um, so they they had some enjoyable times and all that and then she felt she just felt this edge about her um and then 10 months later the cancer re resurfaced uh, and it came back with a vengeance um 
I mean, it didn't go up any other ladder. It just went stage oh. four. Um, and this is the new stuff. And then we're going to do it this time. This is going to and You know, there's all these fears um, that we're living with. And, and there's great disappointment because, um, you know, you think after doing what he did, and he took a very, very difficult chemo. Um, and a lot of people didn't, don't survive it. And I mean, he has just a massive amount of, you know, things that were affected and, but he got through it and he had a clear scan and everybody was like, Ooh, you know, about Christmas. And then now they're back in it. And I'm so deeply, you know, my, I just, I have to, it's so good. My sister's talking, but she's, it's just broken. It just breaks me to know that she's going through this and I don't know how there are no words you mm -hmm. know all I could do is be there for her. and and so I'm disappointed about that um want to have be in the clear for a while and have such high hope yeah. that okay there's healing and well you think okay at least okay that that should count for at least three years yeah, right yeah or something you know in your head you're thinking not 10 months mm -hmm. And so now, you know, we're living with this this next chemo, and I'm like, part of me is like, okay, what's the payoff here? So, I mean, that scary, disappointing fear. And but then I realized, um, even in our um, our our talk of being uh, trying to understand being single and how to be a whole single person. Um, uh, you know, this is the tax time of year. And, and so there's papers that have to be done and there's work that has to be done. Of course, for some reason, my thank you, Tinkerbell, for snoring. Um, but, you know, there's tags that have to be renewed and this that has to be done and that has to be done. And it's spring and there's planning and um, all these decisions that have to be made. Um, and I realized um, not I'm, I think maybe I'm a little disappointed being single. Whoa. Yeah. I wow. Do you yeah. feel okay, I'm curious. Do yeah. you feel like when one really life altering disappointment happens, such as mm. even the return of cancer and navigating yeah. that, do you feel like that puts you in a headspace where you think of these other things as well? Yeah. You just, yeah. I think it just okay, opened so up a door. Spill the and tea. and not only that, I mean I saw my sister, you know, them they've always been a team in their marriage and working together. And, you know, not that it's been perfect, but, you know, they've been together. And and so, you know, but I, I see what, um, how much she hurts for him and, and you know, is in all this. And I realize, you know, I'm on my own during all this. You know, I'm, I'm doing life. I've got it. It's up to me. And sometimes, you know, I where know he, he handled a bunch of stuff. Um but it, it just, I just realized it just really gets old having everything up to you. Yeah. And the decision-making process. And it uh, is way different than which restaurant do you want to go to. Mm -hmm. And neither of you can decide. Um, and I realized I was disappointed at that. And I'm really disappointed by the things in the world that are going on. And it's it's frightening and it's scary. And I, I, I just want to say, you know, God... We just need a timeout, please, you know, um, because it's been that way for so many, so many years. So I feel maybe in a sense of 
I don't know. I don't think I'm in crisis mode, but I think, you know, us as a nation, we might be like, what's next? What's mm. next? Because I mean, I mean, the, everything was freakish. You know, there was like even the freakish, I think we talked about the freakish tornadoes out in the Midwest that, you know, wiped out 10 million, 10, 10 million acres of crops. And that oh happened like, gosh. I think in 20, 2020, uh, 2022. Mm. And then you see everything that's going on. And so part of me just realized I'm just, I don't know, Anna Gray. Does, does any resonate with well, how 100%, you feel? 100%, like the weight of the world on your shoulders. I'm yeah. curious, though, what, uh, what would you say sparks the disappointment? What reminds you of it? Do you think it's having so many burdens on you? Because I see how much you do, both working and write. Right. I mean, writing is also your work now. Yeah. But... And then the commuting and the ballroom dancing yeah. and the everything and the cooking and the, you know, yeah, so much of everything. Does the signs just hit you out of nowhere or do you? I don't think I allow myself. And this is where I think, I, I think this is where the poser came in, where I realize I'm so used to doing things. It's just get up, get up, get up. And there's a, this low grade disappointment running through me you know, slash anxiety or whatever, just always currently running through me that I, I've just adjusted to. Um, and I, I mean, I, I remind me at the end of all this, after we talk this through, like what, what jarred you out of this? And I will <laughs> yeah. tell you, um, because I'm still in it, but these words I keep turning to, um, so I, it's just this kind of low grade, you know, not, and, and, you know, it goes back to the part where we were talking about overbooking and rest. So I think it's like all our podcasts mixed up in one and it's come out. Yeah, it's vomiting know? out right here, but word vomit is your palate. <laughs> and so, so I think it's it's just all caught up to me. Um, I mean, you heard even, you heard my voice get all kind of, you know, tight here. Yeah. Um, not that I want to cry, but. But it's um, okay. I, I, and there's not, it's not necessarily anger. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. do you think um, brought on the disappointment of seeing on us? Is it seeing other people? Is it just feeling the weight of things? I think it's feeling the weight of things. I'd and like not having a partner, that. not having a partner, not yeah. having a best friend, not mm -hmm. having um, somebody there to at least acknowledge the fact that wow, you know, I don't have to take the phone out with me every time I go out in the field, you know, because in case I drop in the field, somebody's got to find me, you know. Um, yeah, but someone, because no one will be looking for me. Mm -hmm. Or, you know what I mean? It's it's just not, not having somebody to walk through and, and be able to say, I forgot to turn this into the yeah. taxes, yeah. you know, or whatever. Um, I think that's it. It's just not having someone to lean on yes <laughs> it's leaning no I want, and i know we're leaning on the lord i know that no, I but there's it. like not having that physical person to lean on just simply say this has been a tough day yes you know well and i think it's yeah. interesting you say that because i quite literally was just having a conversation with someone else who um she's a single woman she's um has three kids and yeah. is navigating life on her own as well and I told her I said it's interesting because I'm also 
very much single. Mm. I have been closed to business for a bit now, but yeah. <laughs> I only have me to take care of mm. and I feel that weight all the time, but I can't imagine having kids, having mm. multiple um having multiple things that you have to do having kids and somehow you know getting dinner on the table mm. every night having more than just yourself to keep mm. up with because i only have myself to keep up with mm. you know and my two small businesses i'm like i get stressed just by my own little bubble but yeah your bubble we were, is big we though. were talking yeah. though and i she was sharing with me that she's had to learn how to do a man's work Mm, Whereas, and I think, I think I should rephrase that to say women weren't created to carry that type of burden. I don't, yeah, everything. everything. I mean, she was talking about how to learn how to fix a roof, do all the things that a companion, aka husband, should be doing. Yeah, you could do together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think women often feel like they're having to carry everything on their back right. and they weren't made to carry that much. And I don't know, do you think ever seeing other people, does it does it ever spark? I don't want to say envy, but maybe a longing. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. where you think, oh my gosh, that would yeah. be such a relief. Not for someone. Yeah. How I put it, and again, this is, I feel almost irrational saying this because it's literally just me I'm taking care of. I'm just like a free-spirited 26-year-old. But how I put it to my friend when she was sharing some of the same things Mm. and like her heart is very much in the same place that yours is, is it's not that so much we want someone who can carry us, but Mm. just to help lift all the weight that we're carrying. Because we've learned enough how to carry ourselves. Our legs are strong enough. We are very strong. (laughs) To climb the... But Mountains, to, to, but to have it walk lifted. with us, yes, you know? yes, yes. And, and I was talking to mm. our mutual friend Shonda, um, and when I had that, I had a little um, this little thing that happened, and um, little health thing. Um, but I immediately texted. You know, I, I text uh, two of my kids um, who are older, and then Shonda and your mom. And uh, because, and and I we later talked about that, and she goes, that was interesting that you did that. Or she goes, I'm glad you did that. I said, well, I did that for more, you don't understand. I don't do that to, you know, have your pity or your worry. I definitely want your prayers. I said, I do that to mark that this is happening in my life mm-hmm. because somebody else may not need to know. Right, right. You know, because I'm... It's just me, um, and and Shonda was sharing me with a, uh, sharing that idea that she now got this other woman who felt the same way who had younger kids and all that, um, because you're on your own and you're, you know, you need to let people, you want people to know what's going on in your life because we don't have that spouse to say. Oh wow, this is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, or they wake you up in the middle of the night. Oh wow, this is happening. Yes, yes. You know? And so, it that was part of, I, I think, a lot of it. Um, 
maybe that was part of it. I, I don't know. I think it, I'm still trying to unwrap it. Mm-hmm. So what I thought was in a nice, neat bow is really unraveling. And, I think that's yeah. so freeing, though. It is. I mean, it's, like, yeah. also very vulnerable. It makes you feel, like, naked. At least yes, me, it does. And, <clears throat> you know, it. I don't know. So, so tell me about you. What, no, you I. it's so interesting you say this because even mm-hmm. just I could sense something like in your spirit that was mm-hmm. off, not in a bad way, but just there's something heavy mm-hmm. weighing on you. Like your eyes just looked a little sad today. Yeah. It's not insulting, mm-hmm. but I think it's – I think a lot of the time we stuff things down too and don't realize these disappointments or things we're thinking of and they – can come out in other ways like when Lily and I were just talking about crying in the kitchen making our tea and I mean I was joking at first saying the shower is a great place to cry it's important to cry and we're having this kind of humorous conversation but on a serious note I'm like you know it is important though because if things are we're so good at stuffing things down and I think especially like when you have what feels like the weight of the world on your shoulders you're used to putting on this full suit of armor to go mm-hmm. out every single day right. be 100 percent on and tackle every everything you know right. and i think at least for myself in different kind of circumstance i i was sharing with someone recently too i almost feel like i've callous my heart yes. towards being tender towards others like receiving yeah. help or asking for it because i think when you've done so much yeah on your own time or when someone who is once important in your life did not show up for you Mm. like i'm speaking from like personal experience Mm. not necessarily i'm not telling your story no but (laughs) (laughs) maybe i am yeah it's mutual but i think that does something to a woman's heart i've been thinking about you know it's been a heavy week for me too in a different kind of way no no it's this is oddly freeing to talk about and it's so interesting you said that because i i wasn't expecting you to say i'm disappointed in singleness you know because i've had recently just what's felt like salt in a wound or you have hopes placed in love or somebody or a circumstance and when it all falls apart it almost put me in this headspace of reminiscing of all the other times that the pattern has been repeated and Almost feeling a sense of abandonment. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Say that uh, word again. See, so you now I'm like, where are my big leaves? Abandonment. Oh, I think yeah. these things can be weird to talk about too because at least for myself, I do feel like I don't want to come across as pathetic or needy right? because I've been in that, like in relationships where I was pathetic and needy mm-hmm. and I <laughs> – hated who I was, and I also felt kind of crushed by mm. people's heel as a result of that. And I'm not saying that with some victim mentality of, mm. oh, I've just, you know, everything wrong has been done to me. And mm. But I think there are certain experiences that are scarring or certain situations, especially I think where you as a woman need someone to fight for you and you're fighting for yourself. Yes. And I think – that's my long way of saying. I think the cry of a woman is for someone to fight for them yeah. and the disappointment even in doing life solo, even if it's as an independent yeah. woman. You know, I think there is a longing in women for not security as in just someone as a crutch, yeah. but there is a really, and I'm speaking for myself personally, there is a security in 
I think a trusting someone who is a trusting man who someone who has your back a help meet yes yeah yes yeah you know and I think it's for me at least even seeing other people thriving and so happy sometimes I'll think oh like I'm happy for them yeah well also it's this inward I don't want to say resentment because it's not that but maybe a, I think the longing I feel was longing bluesy yeah. yeah where you think what would that be like what would that be like you know or the times where you get so close or you think one mm. thing is unfolding and then mm. oh there's there's actually somebody else it's not you <laughs> you're well you know, but i think <laughs> friend what, zone i think where we are uh, at with all this um too is i realized there's a real undercurrent of fear that accompanies disappointment in all things ooh. um and, and that would include the nice, neat bow of work or, um, you know, all, all the things I've felt um, in the last couple of weeks. Um, there's this fear that it's going to be repeated. It's not going to mm. go oh, away. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, um, it's always going to be like this. Almost like a formula for life. It is a mm-hmm. formula. Because X, Y, and Z yeah. happen. It's going to. I mean, and we know. Right I mean, there. we have good. I mean, the neat thing about Christianity, what drew me to it was one that's like we have. We have understanding of why there's, you know, evil in the world mm-hmm. and pain mm-hmm. and suffering. Um, that doesn't make it easier, but it just is, you know, as um, a result of our sin. But, um, you know, this this fear thing is, okay, I, I have this deep longing, but it's not overtaking me. It's not overshadowing my relationships or my friendships. It's not stopping me from doing life. I, I it's not stopping me from laughing, you know, or um, you know, doing and delightful things. But there's this fear um, that is almost generated in that pattern. You get like, I, you know, I've already done this. This didn't work. As in uh, what? Are you speaking relationally? I'm speaking relationally mm, now. Yeah. But uh, it's also, it, it could also, yeah. you know, it also fits that formula of the, that what's going on with my brother-in-law. Absolutely. It's like, okay, this first time didn't last. So what about the second time? You know, and I think that that could be a lot of things that we're thinking about. But yeah. definitely in relationships as well. Um, I mean, almost to the point where hope in that arena is squashed yeah no i, I feel that like smash yes, no that has, like bigfoot bam. in the last yeah. two and a half ish yeah. weeks of my life that has literally yeah. been like actually bigger hopes and completely squandered and shattered to where i'm like okay i will just go ahead and pick out my gravestone to die single someday it's funny because i don't sit around and long for you know, a knight in shining, shining armor to come rescue me on a white stallion from all my aches and pains. I do. You do? <laughs> I don't because it makes me feel weak and mean. Oh, no. But I also realize I, I, well, I callous my, my own, heart. I want my own horse. <laughs> yeah. Well. My own sword. Yeah. Mm. But If you want him, come claim him. <laughs> if you want him, Arlen. <laughs> Man. And like yeah. making a river like yeah, turn into really a tsunami like yeah. she does. This yeah. is pretty. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was about to say Sorry. a colorful word, but yeah. I will. Yeah. Dylan, can you make beeps? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. You get the moral tea in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be me half the time. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I think 
It's not for me personally. I don't. It's never been the greatest desire of my heart. Mm -hmm. But I think after experiencing relationships, even though they weren't what I expected them to be, and obviously they have been Mm -hmm. put to death, (laughs) not to sound too depressing, but I mean, you know, leave the roadkill on the Mm -hmm. road. But uh, it does make you wonder, okay, what is this like? Or when you have these hopes. And I think when you are, or for me at least, when – there's somebody who at least at one point in time you felt secure with, right. you could be honest with, who knew your deepest fears, your deepest deepest aches and pains, right. joys, you know, stupid quirks and things. And you think, man, what would it be like to grow old with you? Mm-hmm. And even like every time I shoot a wedding, I think, dang, I just that sometimes must be envision hard it. for you. I mean, well, yeah. not in a it doesn't depress me yeah. as much anymore. Yeah. It makes me I'm happy for the people. I go back and forth because yeah. sometimes I think, gosh, life is so much more peaceful like this. Yes. But when you feel the know, weight of the world on your the shoulders. Problem. Yeah. That's it, the problem. It's like, because we can do what we want. Yeah. I mean, you know, get up and go and do or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Without having to re- report, report back to someone. You know, or just simply say, but, but then at the same time, you know, yeah. we're missing. We, we, be, we are ping pong. Yeah. So I don't know what – speak to that. I mean, how do we – how now shall we live? Because it's not it's changing. Super. It's Yes, I know. It's not changing anytime soon. Well, so you yeah. think. It's also easy to create a formula and brace yourself and cast your heart where people are pushed away where there could be an open door. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> that is really good. Except for, like, it's not happening. I mean, I mean, I mean, it has it, to be it, active. You're, you're young, but it's not happening here. I mean, even like when all you're the 20s, guys I meet are younger, way younger than I am, and I'm like, okay, no, thank you very much. But in the love life department, mm-hmm. even if I'm 26, I have, in what I wrote in a blog post last year, where mm-hmm. I was just like, I titled it "Behind Her Young Skin." Mm-hmm. With I was mm-hmm. in this really hard place last year, in the midst of a bunch of things at once, mm-hmm. and thinking no one understands me. They look at me, they think, I'm young, I've got it all together. They don't know I'm crying into three glasses of wine behind closed doors and falling apart and stressed and in the midst of this horrible lawsuit and things that were just completely out of my control. And I remember writing in this post, I said something in a sentence about a roster of my failed love life and the people. Because even though you can be 26, people think, oh, well – you just must have all these people, yeah. and there might be a lot on the market, but it's not – it's so utterly disappointing. Yeah. No, like literally this week, I – actually, I cried a lot yesterday over it. It was great. Oh, wow. It gave me a headache, but it was – Why you didn't even tell me? So that's my yeah. way of saying, don't feel that age is whoa, the whoa, only whoa, 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 wait, <clears> okay, part of I it. I understand that. Oh. Let's get back to you crying. So you cried over your roster uh, of lost hopes and it was, dreams. It was and- some situations that have occurred recently that wasn't so much the situation with men. <laughs> men. <laughs> that were so heartbreaking. Yeah. As in, oh, this one person is just crushing me. It was more so it resurfaced absolutely everything else and reminding me how you're talking about the pattern the formula for me in the same way where you have these hopes and and for these particular situations Mm. truly it looked kind of on the up and up you know and very quickly was squandered and very sad but 
it just reminded me of everything else and thinking, I remember I was praying. I was just like, dear God, is this what this is always going to be right. like? And it makes me want to recallus my heart and push people right. away, even good people. Yeah. You know? Is because the disappointment, the disappointment roster. It is the disappointment. Like but Taylor the Swift. nice thing is, oh, I didn't know she wrote that. Is that she wrote a song like that? No, but I sound like Taylor Swift. But she's single and that does give me hope. That because if be. Taylor Swift is unmarried, I'm like, okay, she's Yeah, but cool she's human. also living, I don't know her, her lifestyle. I don't think she's ever alone. Uh, I, I, she's managers too. Like, who knows? People who who tell her. And I'm just saying she's a fierce superstar, and she's she's amazing. Supposedly talented. single. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, we'll go with that. But you know, I I I don't know. I I don't know what to say about that except for, you know, we talked about hope being kind of the remedy of disappointment. So what do we do with that when we realize we really are acting quite hopeless? In wow, the sense still of figuring that out. Kind but of. At, the, at the same time, I mean, there are days we don't think about it, and then yeah. there are days we are, and it's just the tough times. Yeah. It's the scary times. Yeah, it's like crisis scary, modes. Where like, yeah. oh my gosh, dear God, I wish I had somebody. Yeah, yeah, and and it's, but at the same time, we do realize that you and I have enough knowledge. And I have years of experience, and you have, you know, your roster of your your dating yeah. career. Um, <laughs> My career. Well, I, but I, I say that. Um, <laughs> no, no, I feel you. But we have, we know that that does go sideways, you know. And, you know, I don't think yet we've, <laughs> either of us been in a relationship where you can actually talk something over. Yeah. With, with somebody. easy. Yeah. And where you can actually be open and honest and, yeah. um, you know, speak things and it not go into people pouting or being, you know, sullen or things <laughs> like that. Oh! It's something like that. You know what I mean? Sorry. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> No, I. Yeah. That's something I've been thinking about too, because uh, I've I've literally been in that same funk this week. Kid you not? When I told you I had a soul chat with me yes, Madre, yeah, uh, that would be Laura. Laura Smith, <laughs> where are you, baby girl? Uh, no, it was totally like and subscribe, <laughs> like and subscribe to Moral Tea. We're done. We feel too naked now, so we're gonna go get somewhere close. Uh, I think. So what did you, what did your mom say and what did you say to your mom? Well, it wasn't exactly Mm. the specific conversation. It just Mm. had to do with my not so love life and my mother giving me some very honest to goodness truths that I needed to hear that were good for me. What were they? Um, gosh, it was. We could just phone call her. We could just phone. Can we get my phone and ask her? Are you serious? I will. We're going to have our first interview on moral tea. We interrupt this episode with a commercial break. Today we're going to advertise Yogi Tea with the most cliche sayings ever known to mankind. You tap dance. I don't tap dance. Oh. Mm. Okay. All right. Oh, see if she answers. Oh, will she answer? It's like a radio show. We'll need to hold her up to a mic. Phone home, E.T. Yeah, just hold her up to the mic. Okay. And are you going to ask her the questions? Sure. Okay. What is this on top? Just oh, I have spices on my phone. <laughs> spicy. We're about to get spicy with Laura. Getting spicy with Laura. Oh, answer. On a Friday night. Answer. 
Oh, oh she did. Yeah, okay. Welcome to Moral Tea. You are on episode <laughs> some number, and we have a very important question coming from us to you. Everyone, this is Laura. <laughs> I'll hold her to the phone. I'll hold her to the yeah. phone. Okay, so what is the question? So Renee and I are recording live right now. Oh, you're live. Yeah, no, we're not live. We're actually holding you up. We're not. Okay, we're not live. We're recording, but I'm holding you up to the mic. Okay. Okay, what's the question? So (laughs) what advice did you give me today in my not-so-love life? What were the important, like, red flags you've seen? And what were your, like, honest-to-goodness truths to me this week? Hold her up. Okay, well. Wait, wait, let's make sure your sound is right. Let's make sure. Yeah. (laughs) Say testing, testing. Laugh. Say something. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. We're good. We're green. Go ahead. Um, that number one, you you give your all to people, and you are very trusting. Not a naive kind of trust, but a trusting, like, you see the best in people, and mm. you That's true. trust them. And, I wasn't expecting and this one. a lot of times, you will, um, you know, you invest in these relationships, and even if there are red flags, it's not that you're being um, careless. You can say careless. Intentionally I... careless about <laughs> it's it. Stupid. But you you see the best in them, and you try to pull out the best in people because you believe it's there, and you mm. also have a lot of integrity. Um, which, when when somebody does you wrong or you're angry at somebody, you're not going to go blabbing it to other people, and you expect mm. the same. From people, but what happens is, oftentimes these people do not give you what you are expecting from them. They're they're they don't have the integrity. They they do talk ugly, or they do um, you know they do you wrong, and then it hurts because you're seeing the best in them, and that's the side you're wanting to see, but that's not the side you're necessarily getting from them. Yeah. So. There's that. Do you think that's um, why I'm so disappointed? Because we're talking about disappointment specifically. And like, I told Renee, yeah, we had a conversation. I very, yeah, I do. Because I think, I think that you, you hone in on that, the good that you see. And that's what you're focusing on. And, and like I said, it's not that you're being naive. Or maybe I should say you're, you're not intentionally being naive. I am being naive. Yes, it's okay. We <laughs> can be brutal, Leonis. Yeah, I think that you are, you're, you're pulling for these people. You're want, you see the best in them. You're wanting to see them change for the better. And then they don't. They don't necessarily care. And then they don't. And then you're left disappointed. Yeah. Um, mm. and, and I think... Because you do invest a lot of yourself in your relationships, too. You don't, um, you know, when you get to know people, it's not just a shallow get to know them. You really get to know people. And I think that it just, it keeps back. It goes really wrong. <laughs> do what? Uh, no, I agree. We're talk- So we're talking about disappointment and we're both, Renee and I are talking about just our seasons of being single, independent women, but how we also wish that sometimes someone were there to help us carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. And do you think it's easy to create like a formula or because you've mentioned this to me before about how I almost see life in a formula and almost welcome 
Um, Chaos, and that's why I end up disappointed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I do. Mama Laura speaks. And and, I mean, I'm guilty of it too, so I'm not just pointing fingers here, but. It's okay. You can. (laughs) (laughs) Roast me on on moral tea. Go on, Mom. Come on. Um, But no, I've seen this numerous times where something will be going well. I need to hide. But you'll. Pardon my French, but like, damn it, before it. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, like, literally. No, no, speak it, Mama. You'll say, you'll say, no. yeah, this is going good, but I remember this is how it was with such and such, and I thought things were going well, and then this happened, so I'm waiting for this to happen, or this oh, is. We were what, just talking about that um, patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Anyway, and mm. I'm like, okay, but life is not. A formula, and God doesn't put things no. in formulas. I mean, he, he has his patterns. God doesn't put doesn't things in formulas. Formula. That is really so good. That is good. The, yeah. One relationship, whether whether we're talking romantic relationship or a friendship or a work relationship, it doesn't matter. But they they don't fit into formulas. Although sometimes I wonder if if I'll just say we in general do kind of make things fit into formulas because we we make them we integrate Mm. yeah yeah it's true you can buy your choices and things that make things fit and then go ah look see well that's not necessarily how it always is you know and i think learning to to accept whatever relationship you're in at the moment again when i say relationship it's any kind of relationship um Mm. You know, and not necessarily, I think it can be good to have warning signs like, okay, beware, this happened last time, so tread carefully. But it doesn't mean that because guy A, B, and C did or said this, that guy D is going to, Mm. you know, or friend A, B, C, that friend D is going to, or whatever. So, um yeah, I think you. I I've definitely seen you try to put things. <laughs> like I feel called out, but it's good. It's it, true. It's one hundred percent true. I'm calling yeah. you out because you called me. Call no, me I appreciate yes. it. Okay, so what hope or advice? What mother Laura wisdom would you give yes. to people who are disappointed by things in life and who do the formula thing and who feel the weight of the world and are fearful on their shoulders and are fearful? We're yeah. really fearful. We're freaking even- scared. Yeah, yeah. Especially in crisis modes where you're like, it's not necessarily just sit around every single day crying in a corner because you don't have a man. What or 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 friends or I mean substitute whatever. Yeah, and it's not just men. Not just men. We've just that was like a really big giant question. It was. I'm sorry. Well, we could break it down. Yeah, but like, what are the suggestions you would have for? for the fear, yeah, because I, I almost feel, Laura, that d- we were talking that disappointment carries a definite element, and of course, neither of us are therapists, none of us are, but um, carries an edge of fear in it uh, because you re- and, and and it was because you're thinking it's going to be cyclical, you know. I mean, there's the old adage, everything comes in threes, you know. I think we talked about it in the last podcast. So yeah. what what would you give? I mean, what happens when you give up on hope? You're so disappointed yeah. you give up on hope of it changing. Where, mm, I mean, if I? you do that, 
I think the thing is, like, for one thing, just kind of step back and think about that logically. Oh. If if you if you just give up on it, then you're never going to have anything good. It mm. won't happen. Roasted. You'll just be. So, I mean, Dang. sure, you can do away with heartache, but then you're just going to be sitting by yourself for the rest of your life with nobody. Yeah. So, in other words, you're, what you're saying, you're Ouch. pretty much saying it's like the stock market. There's always risk. I mean, You're life life is always a risky thing. Yeah. Just because, and, and it's easier, you know, I'm not in any kind of relational problem kind of thing right now. So it's nice. easy for me to, <laughs> to say this. And I don't mean that harsh. I really don't. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, it, just because you've been hurt, it doesn't mean the next person is going to hurt you. You have to, but I do think you need to be careful. Um, you know, God has given us these, these, um, what do we call it? First impressions for a reason. Like sometimes you really do get these red flags. And when you get the red flags, pay attention to them. It doesn't mean ditch <laughs> like that person, you know, as a friend or, Wait, or, or whatever. Not the blue whatever. flags, but, the red flags. if you flags. have red flags, beware, like, Tread carefully and slowly and get to know the person slowly. And if, if the red flags seem to stay there and you're kind of, you've got issues with people, then walk away from it and, 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 you know, don't leave the roadkill on the road as a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever. But, uh, but to sit there and say, um, you know, I've been hurt before. I've been hurt before. I'm not going to do this again. Mm-hmm. That's just, you're, like you're punishing yourself. I mean, oh, there's, there are good relationships out there. You just have to, mm-hmm. you have to find them and you have to work on them. And, yeah. and it does come with risk. I mean, it does. It does. But nope. I think no money back guarantee. Careful who you're, yeah. who you're trying to befriend. Um, but it's, I mean, it's, but you know, I'm guilty of it myself. I mean, just even things like this, I'm, it sounds like I'm totally changing the subject, but I mean, I, like with our car, when we finally got a new car back in October, I mean, a new to us car, you know, I, and I still kind of, I get a little edgy anytime I drive just out of town. Like if I'm going to Winston or going to Greensboro or going to something by myself, cause I'm like, oh gosh, something's going to happen to the tire or something's going to happen because the vehicle before that was constant issues and it left me stranded. I can't even, I don't even know how many times, like a lot. Well, just because the one car left me stranded a lot doesn't mean the next car is now, is my car probably going to leave me stranded at some point? Probably so. But am I going to just not ever drive? Do you see what I'm saying? So basically you're saying we have to press into our fears and they'll become less scary. Absolutely. absolutely. And, Mm. And it's not, and that's easier said than done. Um, mm-hmm. especially with relationships, I think it can be very scary, very, very, yeah. very scary. But, you know, but. is it really worth it to, <laughs> to avoid the fear <laughs> so that you just kind of have nothing or, you know, push through it and, and you know, see what kind of good relationships you can, you can have. 
You know? uh, okay, well, that was excellent. I'm going to cut you off because we're going to wrap this up and keep talking. And But you were awesome. You were our first guest on Moral Tea. Yes. Everyone give a round of applause. For- you get a t-shirt. <laughs> you, get- you get a t-shirt. Thank you that for letting me. That is great wisdom. Uh, <laughs> you were my, our phone home. You were our phone home. So thank you. I love you. Good night. Thanks. I love you. Good night. Ooh, Bye. Good night. Bye. Okay, so that applies. We're to, punishing ourselves. We are punishing ourselves, but I Dang. mean, but that applies to everything. Because think about it with friendships. Um, how many of us have been let down in friendships? Yes. But then yes. you press forward and you get to know their character, and you say, "There comes this point when you know somebody," and I guess this must apply to men too. But you come to and you go, "This is not their character," or "This is their character." And their character always acts like this. And if it doesn't, then I can go up and talk to them. And and at least that's how it works in my friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, so why can't that work with a man? You know, I, I maybe it's it's because, you know, I think it has to do with our microwave society. Um, because everybody, you know, everybody hops in bed. Every does, doing it out of order yeah. just really screws up the whole system. Because, you know, you have to work from sex down or, exactly. you know, or sex up, whichever it is. Yeah. You know, and then the chance of you becoming friends then, I guess, or who knows. But everything starts off so romantic mm-hmm. and only infatuative that it's harder to see loyalty and discern these things right. when you're so jaded by. Right. As your mother said, the red flags. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it is yeah. really true that with disappointment, it is – easy to see all of it as well this happened last time Mm -hmm. and for me demonize people before even giving them a chance and not just in relationships and so many things in life i mean with my last half marathon i did i was i almost deferred my entry and quit can the whole thing the week of because i started to get this panic so i'm like Uh, last time i went through a breakup and i had like stomach ulcer and my training and like just all this stuff coming over me to where in my head, I'm creating this scenario and destroying almost myself in my mind before it's even happened. It's like I, it's like this idea of bracing for discard, right. you know, putting up a shield, bracing. And truthfully, a therapist once said this to me last year, and it was very true that there is going to be pain either way. And that's kind of what mom yeah. said as well, yeah. echoed that same thought. Because whether They're or not, not guaranteed. Yeah, and even yeah. if you brace, Hurt is still hurt. It doesn't mean it's suddenly pain is eradicated just yeah. because you don't, you know, yeah. try it. So <laughs> I, I like this idea <sighs> um, because I, I'm reminded too, I was told um, this years ago when I was in my 20s and I was talking about relationships then to a, a therapist and I said something and I said, well, but what if this happens in this? And she's like, there's no guarantees. I think we want guarantees. We want guarantees. Mm-hmm. And I think we're there's a couple things with this. Tinkerbell's really snoring. She's um, totally into it. But us. with the, these guarantees comes, um, and now it's my time to forget my thought. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, but the, the deal is we shut the deal down, um, and, and we don't – it's not life-giving, and we – what your mother was basically saying is we become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yes. 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 Almost like ma- emotional masochists where 
<laughs> I've done extensive Google research. Is, is there really this thing called that? Emotional masochism, yes. People think of it as only a sexual kind of thing. No, emotional mm. masochism is okay, where we- you anticipate chaos and welcome pain because it's what – it's you're, almost like you become so accustomed trained, to it. Mm-hmm. You're trained to it. And adrenaline is addictive too. Oh, yes. Interesting it is. studies on it. And now, I've always yeah. heard of people having crisis uh, modes where, like, uh, they, they almost have to live in crisis because, I, yes, I think we talked yeah. about that on one podcast. Oh, man. So, so I, I don't, the thing is, I don't like the chaos. That's why I, I that's why I enjoy. The singleness, yeah, because uh, you know, little my <laughs> my places have been chaos and um, or not even necessarily chaos, just kind of as you know, I I don't want to share too much, but just mm. uh, not healthy mm. relationship, and um, so I don't even know how to enter in. And when you say, and I gr- I know what you're talking about, like our age difference, and I I I I, I see what I. In you, I see it's so frustrating because there's this type that <laughs> tends to be attracted to you. Yeah, we, we we jokingly call them Chads, the Chads, um, the Chads, and and they are uh, seemingly life giving folk, and they're not. They they they're just there for one reason, one reason over. Yep. And, and with me, everybody's married. And who's going to interrupt that? I, I mean, a lot that. of people I find out are married or in relationships yes. with me, but continue. Wait, okay, <laughs> but to me, I, I, I love it when – I don't know. Your mother did say to go slowly and to get the integrity thing and, and to watch and look for the red flags. I think you really – there's the big deal about being a friend is you really get to know somebody. Yeah. And Instead of hopping scary. into bed with them – and and selling the dough and then working backwards, uh, which never works. No. Yeah. Well, and I think with the fear, I know I keep focusing on relationships, but it just stuck out to me when you said the disappointment in being single. Yeah. Because that's so been my heart this week, or at least regarding just like mm. where there were some hopes with men. <laughs> and men. 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 Male men, homo sapiens. Men, men, men. men. The echo. <laughs> we could have the, the echo. We're on the have grand like an angelic camera. Have a man like that. The, the grand camera. The grand camera. <laughs> no. But I think it also brings up. Mm. It's in- interesting how we've talked about disappointment and fear because I think the disappointment and the longing, but then even the hesitation with people can bring about fears like, well, the fear of entering into something and being abandoned again or mm. having your face pushed into the dirt, having crumbs yeah. sprinkle, you know, right. whatever someone's last experience was. So then you create, you know, you put your heart out on the line again, it's crushed again. And you do, it's like you subconsciously, mm. you, me, Anna Gray Smith. Hello, my name's Anna Gray Smith. And I think I might be an emotional masochist. <laughs> I don't think you are. I Maybe don't I'm think not. You are. My therapist yeah. last year helped me to realize I'm more normal than I think I am. You are. And it's something just crossed my mind. Ooh. Spill the tea. I think we, what makes, we mess up this process because we're looking for this instant, what we've been fed is this instant Hollywood spark, 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 spark. You got to have these sparks. Like butterflies it. first. Yeah, butterflies yes. first. Yes. And, and what happens yes. if you really yes. come across yes. a decent... Yes. Fella, 
Yeah. Every day somewhere or, you know, he's at work or whatever. I, well, no, we, we don't want to go there and work relationships. But, <laughs> you know, you come across and you slowly get to know somebody like this. Um, and you, you say fi- that because of my trade. <laughs> No, I wasn't dissing your trade. No, not dissing. I'm saying because of my nature of work, it would be awkward to have yes, a dual it would. relationship. Well, I mean, remember, I used um, to be in your trade Sorry, too. continue that thought. But um, no, I, I was just thinking, there are guys out there who are not giving off the flirty, they're just being who they are. Mm-hmm. They're living with integrity and being who they are. And we're missing it because we're we're thinking they're not interested in us or we're yeah. expecting some sort of, you know. Like a rescuer? Well, not even that. Maybe. We're expecting some sort of knight in shining armor bit, you know, where. Some like big thing. Yes, big but where, to, you know, yeah. a simple conversation grows, you know, deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until you know somebody so well. Like a spiritual connection. Yeah, the spi- yes. it's not just, no, it, it would be physical, spiritual, and mental. No, but you know? I mean like starting off with deep conversation yes. before like, all right, let's get banged and move on, you know. But, Which but, is spiritual too, but But the problem is we, we well, or maybe your culture, because I, I never run into men. I just... I mean, I run into men, but they're all married, so I just don't even look at them. Um, and I'm very glad that they're married. Um, but what I'm saying with you is they're perfectly, could be perfectly decent people right in front of you. And just because they don't look like, or they talk to you and they don't act like they're, you know, uh, sparking, whatever ways that people are supposed to spark. Right, right, right. That's a hard thing. We're, a, we're putting, okay. you know what we're doing? We are doing something. We're doing an injustice because we are looking at them and expecting them to act one way when they are acting exactly like they should. Right. People with integrity. And we're expecting, you know, like some massive movement. And, right. and we're, we're, so we're, we're putting something on them. That's not even fair to them and their character. But yeah. I will say, yeah, someone eventually has to make a move yeah. to take it out of the friend zone. Yeah. The crossing the friend zone is kind of exciting, though. I said it in a very okay. non-creepy way. It sounded a little creepy. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's a very exciting place. <laughs> Gets darker from here on out, folks. No, it doesn't because this girl's tired. I agree because I think, okay, this is the hard thing though in my generation. When you're really great friends with someone and you're trying to figure out if there's something there, but no one ever, the woman doesn't want to chase the guy and vice versa. Even, yeah. But then you also have people like my line of godless, narcissistic pagans (laughs) who I don't necessarily think are such first, who are upfront and honest about how they feel about you and even making the first move, which I love the bluntness of. Like, all right, cool. You know, mm-hmm. like more than likely if we've had a good conversation and I'm continuing to talk to you, there's probably mm-hmm. a spark there. Right. So ask away. Recent circumstance-ish. And, you know, turned out, of course, to follow the dark saga of Chad's. Bang. Chad's bang, everywhere. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Chad's. <laughs> But then, really great godly men, I, in my personal experience, 
keep you in the friend zone unless you make a move. They wait for the girl. And I have heard this firsthand. And it makes it really hard. And that also factors into disappointment <laughs> and so many things. I don't know the remedy to this. I, I really don't. I, I'm i just bouncing off, well, ex- sort of echoing your thought. Like, how do we? Wh- how does how does the how does it even <laughs> how did the birds and bees work? I have no <laughs> I idea. I feel like this could almost be a part three: dating men and confusions, and I, I guess, independent woman who actually secretly want to. I, you know, I guess maybe date you. <laughs> you know, I I do. I, I guess you. men with character and integrity, and and when I say that men with character, I'm not saying that they're. The majority of men out there don't have character. Right. A lot of people do. Um, but there are some people who, particularly with women, are, you know, the way it's society. And then, I mean, it's all messed up. It's, you know, like we've already talked about this on other podcasts. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's almost like we, and we, this is another podcast where we talk about the demasculation of men. Oh, you know? yeah. But. Mm-hmm. And the controlling woman. Yes, <laughs> but I, I really do feel like there's a, um, you know, people with integrity, like they're they're scared, or is it they're scared, or is it? Have we become what so they, fierce yeah. that we have neutered them? But we're, that's another podcast. Um, but I, it's almost like, why are they not stepping up? Yeah, why do they think they're out of our, up? you know, our league or something? I don't know. But then maybe they're, you know, the only thing I could think of is they're they're afraid to take the risk, like we're afraid to take. the I've risk. I've thought that. I'm like, I'm either repulsive to them yeah. or they're yeah. afraid to take their risk. Even yeah. though I most likely would probably not reject them unless yeah. they're an absolute douchebag. Well, I'm glad that you have your your boundaries. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I I don't know the answer to this. I um I do know I like the fact that there's no guarantees and it is a risk. But yeah. I do also love the idea of going in it, um, in any relationship. I mean, even with friendships, you know. Yeah. I I what? How do we develop women friendships? It it, it it's all very slow. Like I didn't know your mother, and now I know a gazillion things about her. Um, But that's taken years. You know, I'm just going to say you you have to bear children at 70. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I think it's being, I think it's honesty as a huge part Mm -hmm. of it and allowing yourself to slowly kind of gut your soul open. Yeah. Because I realize a lot of people hold in and try to put up their best self, even Mm -hmm. towards friendships and I think it goes within conflict. Mm. People don't know how to resolve stuff, so they hold it as resentment, play the fake niceness, mm. or even in just talking about their life. Like, I hate it when I'm talking to someone or trying to get to know someone, and I'm asking about them, or there's like a prayer circle, and it's like it's always other people. Not that that's mm. bad, but mm. they will never talk about themselves. Yeah, right. Like, I actually have had a conversation with someone who was offended that a romantic partner was asking things like about their heart. I'm like, are you kidding me? That how do you have any sort of authenticity? Wow. And because you need that if that's if actually just, very beautiful. To not open yourself. No, up. to open your oh, it's for someone yeah. to ask you how's your yeah. to have a loved one say, How is your heart today? How are you doing? 
You know, what is it? What right. are your worries, your fears, your, you know, that would, that's delightful. That not wanting that is like being a walking divorce paper, I, I feel. I don't say yeah. that in like a demeaning kind yeah. of way, but. It, and there's so many people who are hungry for it. But the, the biggest uh, thing I think, and I don't know where, I don't even, I don't think this is going to be a nice, neat bow, which is nice. This um, podcast episode? No, I oh, don't yeah, think it will, will be. This will be divided. And it goes into all sorts of crazy. Yeah, but back, ooh, back I, I just, I, I. I forgot my. It's okay. We're we're, we're in the season. It's been of a very Neither. long week. Well, and the disappointment thing has led to lack of sleep and yes, you know, lack panic attacks. Yes, and all, all sorts of ugly crying into a stiff drink in your dark room with yeah. your salt lamp on. Not me, ever. <laughs> And spooning uh, the cat as <laughs> support. Please, Archibald, love me. Archibald. And the cat's like giving me the finger the whole time. <laughs> Archibald. <laughs> Archibald is the best man I have ever met. Yeah. Though he does remind me of my relationships, the cat does. Because yes. my roommate's dog comes to me whenever, is always there for me, yeah. opens the, you know, comes through my open door waiting mm -hmm. for me, and I diss him. The cat I constantly reach for, I get his crumbs. Which tells me. He scratches at the door, I open it, and he walks away. No, which tells me that you're going for the infinite wrong person every single time. You're going for the Chad every single time. And I don't realize it. Oftentimes. Chad's could be a good podcast episode. Yes. I think maybe. Chatty Chad. I think the, the thing is is to go into thing. Chatty Chad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is to uh, you made me lose my thought. It was I. I just used after. the wrong thing. I said the wrong thing because I. It's, nobody mean? can make you do something like that. Like you can't make me forget my thought. I don't know. I think the deal is is to recognize that you do have a pattern. Yeah, you do have a formula. Yes, but personally. not to use the formula. Yes. Oh my! That boom! So, oh my gosh! Hot Tweet this like this, but and I, I think a lot of That's that good. has to do yeah. with the formula. There is a person that you're drawn to that has these qualities, and when you think uh, about it, yeah, okay, not to just focus on the whole law of attraction. I get their different views, but if you tr like, if who you are is what you attract, and oftentimes. Which I do, I I take the law of attraction with a grain of salt, but I do think the there's a law. What the law of attraction is the oh, idea that I thought you are. said the law of attract, the and law. I'm like, what's the that got to, got to do with volcanoes? Everything. <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna talk about climate change. <laughs> no, no, I was, I was talking volcanoes. The aliens as a, meme guy. No, aliens. volcanoes as a metaphorical. The thing. law yeah. of attraction. Okay. So if you have a pattern, I wonder if we subconsciously look for that in other people because it's all we're used yeah. to, and it feels comfortable and normal. Like chaos feels like a the, warm blanket, and and that <laughs> is where the formula. It. Yeah. It, Dives. Pressing into the fear of good people. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that is good. There's I something mean, I your ideas on the formula that struck a chord in my well, soul. Thank you. And and your no, ideas but I was telling good. someone recently too that I realized last year when I just. I, hello, my name is Anna Grace Smith, mm -hmm. and once upon a time, I serial dated to bandage wounds and to get over an ex, which I, 10 out of 10, do not Don't recommend. Yeah. yeah, do not. But what or I told my either. friend this yeah. week 
um, is that what I realized is that all these things I hated in men, I realized I was. I literally I wrote to a guy. I wrote this long ap- apology to someone who I was supposed to go out that night. I was going to meet him at a bar and it all just felt off. Mm. Like I remember I spritzed some perfume. I was literally walking out the door to go meet him 30 minutes away. And it was like the Holy Spirit stopped me. I was like, uh-uh, like mm. sit down. You're not going. I mean, oh. it, I think it was my free will and listening to the Holy Spirit. Mm. I'm not like – don't want to make it sound woo-woo and weird, mm. but I wrote this whole monologue text to him, and I – that was my whole turning point. But something I said in that was I realized I'm literally the red flag. It was like something straight out of a movie because I was like, crap. I'm the red flag in all of this. Like the very things that I hated, yeah. couldn't stand, feeling used, feeling yeah. emotionally depleted, the things and the patterns and the mm. chaos I hated. Like I was literally yeah. that – you We're know. the common denominator. Yes. And not and to say that everything bad that yeah. happens to us means, oh, there's something bad in you. Yeah. But I do think, like you said, like we have our own pattern. Yeah. I think it's easy to put that on other people. And a lot of the time it's even maybe, I don't yeah. know, sometimes thoughts we have of ourselves or just experiences we've had. And we not only can sometimes subconsciously become that. This right. makes me sound like I'm going so yoga. I'm not trying to. But we almost it's gravitate. Tea. So I think we almost gravitate towards it. Yes. yes and yes, the yes. cycle of disappointment continues. Yes. You know? But I did hear something today. Uh, my friend Diane sent me her, her son, um, pastors a church in California called uh, the Pearl Chapel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And his last sermon was just so amazing. Uh, but he, he was just talking about how he was talking about the transfiguration and all that and how when they when Peter looked at all the other people there or even when he was walking on water everybody knows that story about Peter walking on the water um when he took his eyes off the lord he sank uh but the thing is is when you when we give our problems when we give our disappointments when we give our fears to the Lord, and we put Him on the throne, and we dethrone all those things. Ooh, and and He He says, I, I I I tell you, go onto Instagram and listen to the Pearl Chapel because it's so good. He He explains it so much better. Um, but the way He said it was so powerful. Again, when we are so fixed on the problem, uh, and this is not anything new, but it's just the way He said it. But when we're so fixed on the problem or the the formula or whatever we're fixed in that we God's he, he can't work and all mm-hmm. that you know and so I, I'm thinking how you know every time you enter your coffee shops or or wherever you go how how is how is the new thing you know what oh, could be the new shop. thing that you you check or what can I check when I'm feeling that disappointment about my brother-in-law or my sister? Um, you know, what are the things that I can do? And just having that mindset, I I even did it today. I, I, there was a couple of people I was thinking about I'm very close to. And I just said, I just, they're yours. I'm putting them on your platter. (laughs) You're not your platter, but on your, (laughs) yeah. In your realm, yeah, and I'm, uh, they're yours, and you, you're the solving, the solving problemer, 
the problem solver. No, I think that's so... And, and, I, and I, again, listen to his, but I, I think there's something in that is when we recognize every single person we meet is somebody we, we want to meet and long to get to know. But there are some times that we shouldn't, as yeah. according to your mom. Yes. And we need to be intuitive about those times mm-hmm. or not even intuitive, prayerful, whatever yeah. it is, discernment. It, your mom's got that in spades. What Spiritually do you think? intuitive. Oh, 100%. And I'm mumbling now. I'm, I'm so tired. No, it makes asleep. perfect sense to me yeah. because I think it's easy to – it's easy also to have too much hope and all the wrong things, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And having like holy discernment is so important. But mm-hmm. I had another thought too, and I just left. We are so tired. We're like <laughs> no, two people. No, I had people. a thought that I'd do with disappointment yeah. or something. Oh, free the whole mm-hmm. idea of just giving things over to Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, oh, God, all my situations are just me <sighs> using examples from my dating life. Uh, my but I remember sad you said, thing. you know, you said this to me that was so good. Yeah. A few years I back, did? there was someone who yeah. ghosted me and mm. left. And you, I, I kept wanting to like almost yeah. chase them and just know why. And I remember you said, Anna Gray, let the Lord deal with them. Oh, yeah. As in, keep your hands <gasps> off. I did say that. Yes, you did. Oh! Quotable. Oh. No, seriously. But yeah. there was so much peace I found in that. And I still quote that to people. Uh. I'll say, my friend once told me. Literally, let the Lord deal with them. Well, isn't it funny when you say things? I always <clears throat> or it insert anything, not just yeah. a man, but you know. Yeah. But I know I'm glad. Done. I'm glad we speak things like that out loud because then yeah. people remember them and speak them no. back. And you need to hear that. Yeah, absorb it like a sponge. Yeah, I will. I'm just taking it in. And yeah. it's any. It's not. No. It's so much easier said than done. But literally, I mean, don't just insert relationships. Literally, any right. situation, any anything, you yeah. know. Like, it is the Lord's. Right. The battle is the Lord's. Yeah, exactly. Let him fight for you. Even when others don't like. He's the real. He's the he's real. got your back. White horse. Yep. Yeah. And between the invisible veil between heaven and earth, he yeah. has her back, you know. Well, I like that. I like that. Um, I think I'll be able to sleep better. Thank you for the emergency moral tea. Well, and the whole yeah. idea of, I won't keep spilling tea, but the whole idea of like Emmanuel God with us, like yeah. that's really the weight of that, yeah. even when there are situations that disappoint or we feel like all hope is lost or someone walks away, like he is yeah. Emmanuel, he is God with he us, you know? Us. I think that's very good. Thanks for joining us. Please like and, like and subscribe. Say it one more time. Please like and subscribe. And even drop below. a little note. See yeah. my index finger frantically pointing to the like symbol. And, and look at my my little pink toes. Look at my blistered, mangled toes. Actually, oh, don't. Please don't.